Here we are. It's been a long time since I've done a podcast. I don't know. When when was the last time we did one? Was it 12 months ago? Had COVID here? No, just... we done one over COVID. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It only just started though, eh? Yeah. So we're nearly 12 months in. Yeah, I went, went ham on the podcast over COVID and uh, ever since then just got too busy. Another kid on the ground. <laughs> oh yeah, you have got no time whatsoever. So uh, we're going to make this a bit of a regular chat. We're going to do it every sort of three or four weeks. Um, we haven't really got a name, but we're going to have a topic each time. We'll have five questions at the start, five questions at the end. Um, but we're just going to kick it off. But uh, before we get into it, let's roll the intro. I'm sick of us not doing this right. That's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more. I'm sick of us not doing this right. That's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more wasted energy spending a pace for every hour of waste. I need an escape to center me. And I don't mean to make a rush for the door, but time's a currency. I'm currently poor. I'll be leaving it soon. I don't mean to be rude, but this scene ain't for me. Like your mom's seeing your nudes. I got pieces of. What's been happening, mate? Not a lot, mate. Getting back into the groove of 2021, I suppose. Trying to um, put a deal together to go racing again, hopefully, and get back into training and. Juggling the uh, the work training kid life, so getting on top of it, I think. But um, yeah, there's plenty happening. What um, did you get any races in last year? No, nah, I did one club day and um, crashed pretty hard and snapped me bike in half, and <laughs> I only just got it back together before I had some shoulder surgery in November. Um, went in for a clean up and pretty much came out with a with a reconstruction. So um, I got the bike back together just before just before I had that done, so I didn't even ride it. So I haven't ridden for, I think I rode like three times in the 12 month period. So it's probably the longest thing I've ever had off, which is crazy, but um, anyway, it is what it is. And you had surgery in amongst there too? Yeah, so I had um, had a bit of cartilage that got was getting caught. Um, it's the only reason I noticed it just started catching and I thought oh, I better get an MRI and get it sorted if I was gonna race again this year. And, Went down and um, the doc was like, yeah, you can see some damage. We'll just go in and, and repair it and repair whatever else is, needs in there. And then when I got out of surgery, it's like, oh, there's a fair bit of damage and had to fix some ligaments and stuff like that. So I think it's just the joys of all the crashes I've had over the years, I suppose. Like I didn't I didn't have any issues whatsoever. It's just, you know, have one little thing pop up and then you go in and they check it out and there's heaps of damage in there. But it's um, it's been fixed up now and it's coming good, so... And was that end of October? Yeah, early November. So I'm nearly three months in um, and it's like a four to six month recovery. So I reckon another four or five weeks I should be able to get back on the bike, I hope. But um, yeah, we'll see how we go. No need to push it. My first race isn't, I think actually is going to be my first one. So Let's rewind to 2020. When Fink was cancelled, what was your initial, like just had a baby obviously, disappointed oh, just dropped the ball completely straight off the bat i mean obviously i was disappointed but it came as a blessing for us like or for me i guess like looking back on it now i got to be there the whole journey well Bodie's nearly one now so i was there the whole time basically and you think about the time that you spend away or i would have spent away would have had you know six or seven weeks away racing away from him um that i would have had to have if i was racing but so it kind of came as a as a blessing as far as staying home and and getting into the swing of being a parent and working life and that kind of thing and but as soon as we found out it was all over I sort of dropped the ball like I was training January and then we had Bodie and 
sort of kept it up and then when it all hit it was was like I pretty much dropped it straight away so yeah we did get back into it at a point there and then once you found out that yeah yeah everything was done that was kind of yeah so actually I was thinking about it the other day when I came to train with you during COVID I was more like it hurt more than when it did to start back January now I don't know whether I'm going as tough like those sessions were doing pretty hard some pretty hard engine sessions but I feel like I'm back into the swing a lot quicker now than what I was then. So, um, but yeah, it was it was a crazy time for everybody, I guess. But it's nice to know that there is going to be some racing this year, or hopefully, um, and that I've got some time to prepare. So I'm not too not too stressed about you know having to be on the bike in the next couple of weeks or anything like that. So when just... you look back at January, what? Uh... What are three lessons you learnt, and then we'll go three big wins. We'll go three each. Three lessons from January this year. No, no, twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Um. Jeez, it's a long time ago, isn't it? Three lessons I learned in January. Patience, I guess, because we were waiting for Bodie to show up. He was like, we had a doctor tell us that, or told Rhiannon that. He'd be very surprised if she made the due date, which was like the 27th of January or something. It's crazy how just one thing that they can say gets in Yeah, the and so and we're like just hanging expect- around for it. Like I remember having, I had two beers at New Year's last year because we were thinking that like she was having a few pains and then I thought we're on and then she ended up being two weeks late. So it wasn't until the 8th of Feb that he was born. So um, we're just getting prepared for that. January is always a big month for me to get back into the gym and make sure I get back into the swing because you can lose your way pretty quick over Christmas and you're like, well, I'm just going to have whatever I have at Christmas and then start back. And I've, um, when was Bodie born? February? February the 8th. 8th. Yeah. So January is always a tough month training-wise for me because I put weight on so quick. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're like me, eh? You only have to yeah. look at food and there's oh, a couple mate. of kilos. Yeah, like I thought I would have been a good 110 kilos starting this year. I wasn't that much really. I was only like 99 or something, didn't quite crack 100. But I think that's because I wasn't doing anything with my shoulder either. If I was still active as much as I normally am and put that weight on, I would have been well over 100. But um, yeah, getting back into getting back into the training again and then getting into the routine is is where it's at. Just learning that. Like we're a year in with Bodie now, so I'm learning, you know, to be a little bit more relaxed with making it happen. You know, if I don't make that session in the morning, I'll try and make it up in the Arvo. Or if I don't get it, I don't get it. You know, it's not a big deal. I'll just pick it up the next day or whatever. So learning, just learning to juggle life. You know, everyone always says how much time you've got before you have a kid, and it's true. And you always think, I can't be that bad. But you just got to make the most of your time these days. Yeah, 100 so patience patience i guess um what's another lesson i learned jeez i don't know i'll jump into one yeah, you jump one in. for one yeah. i reckon resilience was a big one with COVID. yeah like just getting i guess put out of work somewhat yeah and then again the transition from two to three kids learned a lot of <laughs> yeah, tough you... lessons in there oh shit yeah yeah resilience is a big one um, what was I? I was thinking of one there before. Jeez, I don't know. I guess around that whole whole COVID thing, it's like gratitude, I suppose. Yeah. To know that we're, you know, it can be stopped pretty quick. All the fun things we like to do, and now, you know, I'm sort of back 
being able to go racing again is is another lesson learned. So gratitude's a big one. You yeah. got to have that all through. I think makes it help massively. Even as far as going, like you don't realize how grateful you are to be able to like go overseas. Like how easy it is, where like that just gets taken away. But even just little stuff like going for a coffee, like you're paranoid to go get a coffee and you're like, oh, like living in Condo to start with. It was uh, everyone was a bit worried, but got relaxed. But I haven't been on a holiday since. Nah, well, we went to Newcastle for Christmas and it wouldn't have even known that COVID was around. Like, Gosford is half an hour down the road and they were in, like, part of Greater Sydney and they were meant to be locked down or whatever. No one's allowed in or out. We were half an hour up the road and it was, I'd never been to a shopping centre so busy or it was nice to get away, but going away with a, it was our first holiday with Bodie too and that uh, holidays aren't the same <laughs> as they yeah. used to be, so. Um, it's nearly as easy to stay at home and relax, but that no, was good. It was good to get away, and you don't appreciate. That's like we're just looking now about booking all our flights and everything for Fink, and you just don't know. There's just uncertainty and the cost of everything. Like you could book a flight Alice Springs now for tomorrow if you wanted. It wouldn't cost that much, and then you know, like now it's, there's so much uncertainty around. So yeah, it's crazy times. Big wins for 2020. Um, one of them would be just learning how to deal with, like I was a very structured bloke all, all my life really. Like it was just learning that staying at home, that was a big thing that I learned with, with Bodie and having a kid and doing all that sort of stuff is just staying at home with him is actually achieving something. Like I was always, if I hadn't done anything for the weekend or the week or whatever it was, it had sort of messed with my head a little bit, like I need to be achieving something or doing something. So just learning to be at home and enjoying time away from being crazy busy or traveling to race or anything like that, or just being a dad was, was um, that would be my biggest win, I reckon, for the year. How do you get to that point that you're pretty happy just to, like, you know, you'd always have stickers to do, you'd always no doubt there'd be something you could do at GNS that you can, I guess... I don't know, you just, I reckon you just learn that, like, it's always going to be there Monday, so you just do what you can in the hours you've got available, so, you know, we do 10 hour days at work, and I do as much as I can in that 10 hours, and then after that, just switch the brain off to, to work, because you've got to go home, and, like, if, it's hard to do it, and I know that it happens from time to time, that you go home with the shits or whatever, or you need busy or tired or whatever, but you've got to, like, just switch it off, and then go home and enjoy your time off and then go back and do it again the next day sort of thing and then weekends for me it was always like I'd always be out riding or doing something or training or whatever but it took a little while to transition into being just at home and not really achieving too much but looking after him and spending spending time with him so once you sort of get your head around that and then you know it's it's not so bad but yeah being structured a lot you know I was always had planned something something was happening or whatever you know it was um it was hard to deal with to start with but got around it pretty quick what else you got for us big wins big wins um it's hard year to take away wins but they're always there yeah i guess gns took off yeah i guess we had a good year with work i mean a lot of people struggled through covid i guess would have been a tough time to have a cafe or a, a pub or whatever but our business done really well as far as having enough work and being busy. Is so. that mainly because um, a lot of stuff got imported that they can, couldn't no longer? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, a lot of that sort of stuff. And um, 
just being Australian made and people are starting to want to get things made locally I guess it's crazy um, how it can go from two extremes hey like one business can end yeah. up um, going better due to something and other businesses can be closed or you know severely impacted it was unreal like we hadn't been as busy like the 12 month period that we had from January to 20 to 21 has probably been the busiest 12 months we've had for a long time and, you know and it's through a pandemic where you know some people's businesses have been shut for that long and you know you look at Melbourne being in lockdown and all that sort of stuff so we're pretty grateful for that and it's been it's been really good to probably spend a year doing that and it was a little bit of a taste of retirement for me too actually so um you know i've got a bit of a feel for what it is going to be like when i'm not going to be racing you know like my focus has sort of changed obviously i'm still focused on racing but i've got a lot of other important things in my life now that i need to be worried about other than just riding a dirt bike so yeah and uh Obviously, you're not ready to retire then. If nah, not taste. at all, mate. I don't. Well, we're sort of putting a deal together this year that, um, you know, it's nowhere near like it used to be, and the funding's definitely not there. But we've got good support through outside of 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 Husky. But you know, one of the things is from their business point of view is they're selling like bike sales are as big as they've ever been in Australia, and you know, they're sort of of the mentality of why would we want to go and give bikes to people and and pay them to do it when bike sales are as big as they've ever been. Um, so tough times for races, but it sort of brings everyone back to basically what I've done my whole career, I guess. You know, there's not there are guys still doing it full time, but everyone's sort of got to have to work and and make up some income in other areas where I've always worked full time and and raced on top. So so yeah, the deal's not quite as good, but um, you know, there's. We'll go and make something of it and have some fun and then see what happens. It probably could be my last year as competing to try and win a Fink, I guess. But who knows, mate? We might get through it and hopefully get a win and then see what happens. So. And do you think um, fitness will be part of your... Like, obviously, now you're trained to race. Do you see it being part of, like, day-to-day life after racing? Yeah, definitely. Probably not as often as what I do now, but... Like, I've always trained, and I guess I've always had a purpose to train, which has been a good motivator for me. But obviously, I like to be fit and look like I... You looked, I looked in the mirror in November and I went, you're fucking joking. Like, this is... You work so hard. Like, six months of the year or more, I work so hard to get fit. And then, you know, you have a couple of months off and you've got a beer gut. And What's takes, the sign for you that, you know, you put on a few kilos? Like, you can just... Just see. around the gut. I don't get love handles in the gut straight yeah. away. So... It's um, it's pretty easy to tell. I know in my shirt straight away because yeah. I carry it same like right around my guts. Yeah, yeah, I can, yeah, I can tell straight away. But I, you sort of know. I don't know. It's almost like a point where you know that you're putting on weight. You don't really notice, and then you just one like you start like, a moment know. where you look and you just go fucking hell. You put on put 10. on a few. Like yeah. you don't need the scales to tell you. Nah, that and a few like I just know how hard it is to to get back from that too. Like I even with the food. Like my first three weeks of January, I've been in a like a calorie deficit. It's so tough, just having your set meals and knowing that you're under. Just because I've got to drop a few kegs before I get back into it properly. So yeah, I can notice it in my training as well. Like I've been trying to drop back down a few kilos, um, and yeah. training is just that that much harder. Oh, I just yeah, I just it's hard not to go and snack on something like you know when especially when we're on holiday. 
yeah. was hungry. I was eating. I, and I was eating all day. Like, there's always something That's to eat. That's why I go so. on holidays for. Yeah, I know. But, like, sometimes you got to rein it in a little because it's Where's so hard to get Where's optimal body weight for you? Uh, before, like, I think last year I was 93, I think. 92, 93. So five kilos, kind of. Five, six yeah, kilos. Yeah, so I've got to drop probably another six kilos, I reckon. Six or seven kilos. But. I was the same. I was probably five or six up as well. But I, I haven't stepped on a scale for a while, so... Yep. You just keep working at it, and then you know you know you know yourself when you get to a good point what you're at. So I'm uh, I'm constantly watching my weight though because yeah. I want to just put my calories up again. Like yeah. once I'm I've got 82 marked down. I reckon 82 is a good number for me that I can you know still live life a little bit. That'll be the best for my training. Yeah. Well, the other thing that I reckon is once you get there and you can maintain it, and you still train everything, you can still can enjoy your splurges. It's like it's the difference between when you got to stop and try and get down to that when you just cut everything out. Yeah, I got to 78 last year in COVID. And, yeah. like, I felt very good there, but I felt, like, too lean and not strong enough. And yeah, and you just... Actually, there was no... So that was zero cheat meals or yeah. anything, so... I, I mean, you do get used there. to eating just your plain, you know, meat and veg, I guess, which is the yeah. easiest, but... I mean, I enjoy a good, a good burger or something, too, so... you got yeah. to you got to mix it up but when you work hard and train hard and you get yourself up more than you can have because you, you're working it so yeah and uh 2021 what's the goals for the new year well around racing goals i guess i just want to be the, the best version i can be i think i guess as fit as possible and um sort of in the right headspace i suppose which i think i will be because there's no I don't have any pressure from myself like I really want to win it but I've come to terms with if I don't I don't you know it's not it's not doesn't define me as who I am I guess if I want to think or not so um don't get me wrong I really want to do it and I'll do what it takes to get myself in the best shape but um yeah I just want to enjoy enjoy my riding and feel take it as a privilege I guess because I know it's coming to an end at some point as far as being competitive at the top I mean I'm always going to ride but um, you know just look at I could have rode all year this year and I rode like three times so um, yeah just looking forward to that and um, just growing as a family I guess with Rhiannon and Bodie and and the challenges and the fun times that lie ahead with him I guess that's um, that's the most exciting part he's growing up pretty quick so there's no real rush to add another one in there because I know how hard it is but um, but yeah, just enjoy it, mate. Try and make sure business goes well, and and um, put the most into my racing and training, and see what happens. Pretty much. And then reviewing it's the 29th of January. Have you taken a few steps in January? Yeah, definitely. I we're hitting four sessions a week. Um, my diet's been pretty good, although you know now you've got to be more prepped than ever because Bodie's been crooked the last week and. You know, Rhiannon's been flat out with him and if you're not prepped, you just don't have the right food there. You know, like your smokers aren't spot on or, you know, I've had a couple of toasted sangers this week, which is not awesome. Um, where normally I was eating, you know, good salads and getting my right protein, fat mixture. And um, so, yeah, it's hard. You've got to be a lot more dedicated now and be a lot more prepped. But um, I feel like my January's been pretty good and shoulders coming along well and, just I'm enjoying being back at the gym. That's one thing I do miss, even when I don't, when I'm not racing and I want to keep training. Is 
just enjoying the atmosphere of being at the gym and getting it done and mixing with everyone, which is cool. So. And how far is your shoulder off full training, you reckon? Another I don't know. Months, it eh? doesn't feel... Yeah, it'll be a couple of months, I reckon. It doesn't feel... You'll be in good shape by then, though. Like. Hopefully, yeah. I, I'm spending a lot of time on an air bike or a cycle, which is... It's yep. good for racing. It's and a lot of lower body work that you'd probably normally neglect if you can yeah. use your upper body. Well, I think um, I think that's going to help me on the bike as well. But, yeah, it doesn't feel awesome at the moment. But I think shoulders are a funny one. They're hard to know. Like, they can feel ordinary for, you know, four or five months and then they sort of come good pretty quick. So I've got a good range of motion and I don't have a great deal of pain and um, I'm getting some movements down, so... Hopefully in another month or two we'll be sweet to go. Very good. Cool. Three, three people, dead or alive, that you could go to dinner with. Question to finish it. Jeez. Three people, dead or alive. That's a hard one because you could have a lot, couldn't you? Um, I'd have to go someone from the moto world, I suppose. Who'd you go? Um, I guess someone like, like a Ricky Carmichael or Jeremy McGrath that I grew up with. They'd be, be pretty. There's um, one seat. There's one seat. Yeah, one of those two guys, I guess, because they're like the greatest of all time. Um, jeez, I don't know. Who's on your list? Um, three people I'll take Matt Fraser or Tia Toomey probably oh yeah um, yeah he's in it when I did all that time in the hyperbaric chamber I was like what am I going to do for I think I did like 20 hours in that thing in three days or something and all you can do is watch Netflix or YouTube and I watched a heap of the CrossFit games and now that bloke's an animal isn't he yeah and then I'd go probably James Smith like his approach to um I guess general pop weight loss. Yeah. Um, someone businessy, like Gary V or something like that. Yeah. Bit of a mix there. Yeah, but. there's a mix there. So I'd go someone like, you know, McGrath or Carmichael to start with. And then you'd think someone comedian like Carl Barron or something, you know, so you have a good laugh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, someone funny. And then this is on the spot. I'm just thinking out loud. And then. Yeah, I guess you'd go someone like um, who's old mate. Rihanna went to his seminar. He's got the mad voice, the big fella. Um, yeah. What's his name again? I can't remember. He's 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 in that in the movie, you know, Shallow Hell movie. What's his? Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins. Tony yeah. Robbins. Yeah. Someone cool. like that, you know, like yeah. it'd be cool to pick someone's brain like that and have one-on-one time. I mean, geez, there's a shitload of people you could have. Depends what sort of party you want to have, too. <laughs> Depends what if sort you're just of dinner. a couple of beers and yeah. a nice dinner, yeah, or if you're yeah, going we, out for drinks I after. Turn on, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm actually doing a stint without the alcohol. Good stint. Yeah, I'm well, actually. This year. Yeah, it's 29th of Jan. I've marked off a few months, three did months. You have, did you have beers at New Year's? New Year's was my last drink, yep. Yeah, nice. I, like, I could go without it too sometimes. Sometimes I just didn't, like, I feel like I want to have a beer. But then, like, it's funny when I'm training, it's the same with my food too. When I'm in training mode and I'm 
you know, hitting my sessions and everything, I'm more likely to eat good and not have any cheat meals and, and stay away from the beers than I am when I'm off the train. When I get off the train, I'm just, you know, so... I've actually got a Bucks coming up on the 19th of Feb, so that'll be a blowout for me, but... Um, yeah, that's it's hard to do, eh? How you going yeah, with it? Yeah, the social life's the hard... Like, going to a barbie or something, like... Yeah. Went to a first birthday the other day and then I went to like an Australia Day thing. Just getting your head around that you'd normally have a beer in your hand kind of thing, I guess. Yeah. But And in one sense, it's like if you're only going to have two or three beers, if you don't really enjoy I'd the beer taste. I'd much rather have a Coke Zero or something yeah. taste-wise anyways and refreshing-wise than That's a beer. Because it. it's not like you're going to get a load on or three beers or, or get that drunk feeling. So you're kind of better off just having a Coke Zero if you like the yeah. taste more, but... My problem is I only need three or four beers and then I'm keen to go, so that's the problem. <laughs> we all have that in Yeah, <laughs> so you go less than three and I'm good. But, um, yeah, it's a tough gig, no doubt about that. All good. Three weeks, we'll line up. A, we might even, like, get some guests in maybe. We've got three mics. We might even be able to get someone on Zoom maybe. We'll yeah, whatever you, whatever you reckon, mate. We'll um, try and have a bit of fun with it, I guess. Some yeah. people asking questions, anything yeah, they want to know. Questions. Um, but, yeah, we'll... We can talk shit all day if I want. Yeah, I, I could if you want. We could get a few beers in here with Joe. It's better. <laughs> but yeah, you know, every couple of weeks, catch up, talk some shit. It'll be good. Yeah. All good. Till next time. Later. I'm sick of us not doing this right. That's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more. I'm sick of us not doing this right. That's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more wasted energy spending a pace for every hour of waste. I need an escape to center me. And I don't mean to make a rush for the door, but time's a currency. I'm currently poor. I'll be leaving it soon. I don't mean to be rude, but this ain't.